Welcome to the Letterbox. This is our 412 podcast where some of you guys have um, submitted some questions for our, us to chat about. And this week we have a very, very special guest. We do, all the way from Leicester, England. We've got Jonah Mitchell. Well, hey. hey, thank you for thank you for having me on, fellas. No problem. Um, and for the first time ever, we're recording this podcast on Zoom, which is... <laughs> Really weird. Yeah, it's weird. Feels like we're in lockdown again, but Jonah doesn't live in Northern Ireland. And I, I'd already decided he was coming on to speak this week. Text him to be like, you know, we should do this when you're home. I mean, he was only home for like two days and I wasn't free. No. So. Be shotgun trip. Here we are, guys. So listen, if the audio's a mess, uh, it's not our fault. We're trying our best. But actually, like, you should see the mic me and Josh are recording on. Yeah. Like, it's some serious high-end stuff. I feel like I'm in the Fierce Club. Oh, yeah. Josh is about to throw something up on Twitch and <laughs> see if he can get someone to yeah, see if he can make some money off YouTube. Um, so yeah, this week um we invited Jonah on because we are gonna be trying to answer the question. I say answer, give some thoughts to the question. Um, like how do I read the Bible? Um, and we thought of loads of really good people who might be able to help us, and none of them were free. But Jonah was on the day. No, like Jonah, um, for you like don't know him, was uh like led with us in four twelve for a long time. Did, did he lead your life this Josh? He did. Whenever I was in sixth year. That's look at that. How cute is that? And here we are. are. You were the yeah. first night. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure Kyle, you led my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I led Jonah. Jonah led Josh. Then and I led me. Josh. Wow. And now me and Josh I... are leaders. How the turntables. How the turntables, beautiful. Um, so, yeah, Jonah has always been someone that, like, I have been really encouraged with how he reads the Bible. Um, like, you, I think, to be fair to you, Jonah, like, you do have a degree in, well, nearly have a degree in theology, or it's done now, is it? It's done. done. Congratulations. Yeah. It's done. Graduated <laughs> in the summer. Yeah, I did indeed. Um, so, he, like, he does read the Bible with, with like, depth and understanding, but for me, like, What's what's always been cool about it from when I was really young was just like reading it with real like consistency and just understanding like what's actually like the point in this and and we'll chat about that a little bit on this podcast like it it's not that there's a perfect method for how to read the Bible because the Bible is so much more than that but what we want to unpack is like how how do you read it like um what's been helpful for Jonah. Maybe what's been helpful a little bit for me and Josh, and hopefully then for you guys who find it difficult to read the Bible, um, you can start to apply that and, and start to be like, here's some helpful stuff, here's some maybe not helpful things, and figure out like the best way that you read and engage with the Bible. Um, so yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> we'll see if it's helpful. <laughs> so, um, right, Jonah, tell us yep. this. Um, what is your story then of trying to figure out how to read the Bible? Okay, so my my journey really began um kind of early days in four twelve. So I joined whenever I was in first year, um and saw saw my older brother Jamie, who was two years older, um really just like talk very excitedly about the youth group that he went to on a Friday night, and I was like, all right, I I followed Jamie in most of my major life decisions, <laughs> um so I saw him kind of go into his room and. And start like reading the Bible, and I was like, "Oh, that, that must be what it means to kind of you know be a Christian by yourself." I know how to be a Christian on Friday nights because you're meant to worship and talk with people yeah. and listen to God's word. But 
um, like by yourself. So I would have kind of committed to like little devotional books and tried to read them in the bus to school because I didn't. I really didn't want to be a lazy Christian um, and just kind of show up um, whenever I had to. So yeah, that that's what I set myself to do. Now the problem is that I I kind of got into a way of thinking that if I I remember what I'd read in the morning that that was kind of what like god was pleased with um so so like as i'm going through school i'm thinking in my head what was that like verse from like jeremiah i was supposed to read this morning and like and it, it sounds so stupid and it's like right well what's the point but then this really racked my head like a lot um because your head's so full of like school work and like living and trying to do stuff and then it's like like god wants me to like have him like as the focus of my life I like taking over my thoughts. So it was like, it was like my head was pickled for a lot of years. Um, and it was really just that like, I, I felt so stuck in that place. Um, because the enemy just put stuff in there with all of us, right? That we yeah. think we're the only ones who struggles with this. Yeah. Um, and it really took whenever I was about 17 or 18. Um, that, yeah, as I, I really was trying to pursue God more and, and break free from this, that, that God kind of did that um, one particular day. So that was that was a verse particularly at that time was um like Paul says I count everything as loss yeah. because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord um and I think up until that moment I knew a lot about God through the book but not about Jesus as a person Class. um yeah. and so that that was really where my journey kind of changed with that yeah yeah mm-hmm. Tran then you wanna you wanna read the Bible because you actually wanna know the like the person and character of God and and His Son more, not as okay. like a as a tick box of like I have to do this. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that's class. So, what would you think are are some things that you learned about the Bible that have helped you work out how to actually read it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think uh, like I know David kind of touched on this in the last episode you did, but oh, he listens. Like, you listen. Oh, I listen. Don't worry. <laughs> Tuned in from near and far. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's probably where our like one our view first. from America yeah. is. Wow. <laughs> You're probably like over again married, listening to the podcast. I am a wedding day, we pump up speech. Hi, I um, wondered what you were listening to when you were walking up the aisle. <laughs> uh, there you go. I had you in the flesh with me, so I was good. Um but uh but yeah, so I think and David was kinda of touching on like the Bible being like a, a physical book. Yeah. Um, and how would you treat a physical book? Like yeah. you read it, you grow to try and understand it. Um, and so there's this like natural side of it that um, with any book, you, if you don't get it at first glance, you, you sometimes have to do deeper mm. digging in order to understand like what's going on here. Um, but the Bible's also a supernatural book. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really more of the side that we're, we're unfamiliar with because no other book's like it. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a verse in Hebrews that says, the word of God is alive and active. Um, it's sharper than anything, anything you can think of. And it judges the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. Um, and th- and that, that's the way God has made the Bible. It is, it is to be alive. It's to change us as we read it. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, having the, the natural and the supernatural parts of the Bible yeah. just kind of helped me to form an understanding of how to read the Bible a bit better. Yeah, no, that's really helpful. Like, we we talked about that a little bit in the last podcast when we are talking about, like, is the Bible still relevant? Because I think some people 
you can like almost swing either way, right? You can either think about it as like a textbook to learn to be a Christian, but then the reading becomes almost like feels dead, like it feels like a, a struggle. Or you can swing the other way where you're like, I'm just going to open it and God's going to speak to me. And then you end up just flicking the random page, taking a verse out of context. And it is, it's finding that balance. Yeah. yeah. Of like you have to, yeah. you have to put the work in. Like there is a way to study things and there's a way to study the Bible, but also with the mindset of like, okay, like what is this actually for? Like what am, what am I learning about? Like is it just to learn stories and history and, and remember stuff or is some of it that? Yeah like supernatural i want to like meet with god and see what he wants to say so yeah it's really really helpful yeah it's class mm-hmm. and like sort of on the flip side of that question is there anything that you almost found unhelpful when it came to trying to navigate reading the bible or things that you almost found were a bit of a hindrance when you were trying to um, understand how mm-hmm. to read it properly mm-hmm. uh, i think that you know the, the encouragement that we all kind of begin with or you know you've been in life groups and say oh we're going to read a bible plan together and um, you know, ha- having a plan and, and hear this, it's a warning more so than a don't do this. Yeah. Um, like Bible plans are awesome. I think actually staying committed to something um, for a period of time um, with a book or with one year, two year, whatever you're comfortable with or, or just a seven day plan or something. Mm. It's great because it helps to keep you and not, okay, I've done day one, I've done day two. Um, but the warning for me was was that the Bible doesn't become something that I just do yeah. um, it doesn't become another means of performing in my life because this book is supposed to actually transform me because I meet a person here um, and I think that's the big thing that I'm um, I'm working on even still now in, in different ways of how, how not to perform um, in my life with God because it's it's so my tendency um, right. being yeah. involved in sport and being involved in um, youth where people expect you to you know you are actually a, a strong Christian or you're moving forward in your relationship with God or at school um, it's all these other ways that the Bible reading is never supposed to become another means of performing yeah. um, but actually a place to find life so I think that that's, that's been an a ongoing battle for most of my life um, and yeah that's that's probably something I've worn yeah I think that's really helpful like We've talked before, like, consistency is key. And I think, like, with reading the Bible, consistency is key. But it's so easy to then just fall into, like, oh, well, I'm literally just going to read, like, the, the verse of the day that pops up on, the like, the Bible app. And that's me, mm-hmm. like, box ticked. When actually, like, what is the goal? Like, have you spent time getting to know God through his word that day? Like, probably not. I was saying about this in, like, in a 412 meeting last night, like, I did Bible in a year, um, like two years ago. Um, found it amazing because for me, like that consistency is really, really helpful. But like, I I finished Bible in the year, and then like my Bible reading just dropped off for a while because it was yeah. like, oh, that's done. That like I've read that. <laughs> um, and I like I was I was joking with the guys because Lily like started doing Bible in the year and just felt like too many chapters for her to read in a day for her to really take it in so she decided i'm just gonna read one chapter a day and like try and think on it and she's been doing it like it's taken her a few years she's she's gonna finish like soon it's gonna take her like nearly three years but then it's so consistent whereas mine was like a let's get this plan done lily's just like oh well it's let's just work through the bible 
Um, I think mm-hmm. for for people and for young people especially, like consistency is key and and routine is helpful. Yeah. But we have to understand why we're doing this, right? So it's not okay. just a like. This is not an encyclopedia to read through and just like I, I need to get through it and then like I've completed the Bible. But yeah. as you say, mm-hmm. like there's a way to study it and there's a way to interact with like the fact that like it's it's living and God wants to speak yeah. through it. Yeah. yeah. Almost on that, like you can't almost come ready to read it and get so caught up in a routine that you almost don't even get to encounter God then yeah. because you're just so fixated on making sure you get your job done, your box ticked. Yeah. But actually, you missed the whole point of it then, which is almost what you didn't plan to do before yeah. but um, yeah it's, it's a complete hindrance sometimes yeah um, but yeah that is really interesting Jonah um, right so Jonah give us some wisdom then um, you want to share with us mm. kind of three main things that you found helpful I'm sure that there's loads of other there's stuff and guys like what Jonah shares here uh, he sent us through and I, I think it's amazing uh, I think it's going to be really helpful for you guys but please know like reading the Bible is something that like you have to explore right like Jonah hasn't mm-hmm. found the like the ultimate solution or solve to how to read the Bible, but what he has done through experience of trying to understand the Bible and understand like the character of God through it is he's found some stuff that's helpful that we think will be really helpful for anybody listening. But what you guys can do is go away and try and like challenge yourself to apply that a little bit. So Jonah, give us the some some things that you found really helpful. Okay, man. Um, yeah, if I, I, if I can start with like an image and then that'll be more helpful to kind of talk about like, what, what are those things. Um, so imagine you're, you're on a plane ride, right? So pick Josh, pick your destination. Where are you going to? Um, Hawaii. Oh, nice. Hawaii, right. Okay. So you're, you're about to land in Hawaii and you're, you know, you're about 12,000 feet. You can kind of see a lot of the city. You're like, oh, that's brilliant. You see all these beaches and like, oh, that's beautiful. But then you're you're about to touch down and you actually land, um, and then you start to walk around the city, um, and you can see the buildings or you can see the palm trees. You go to the beach, you can feel the sand, like you can go and you can run on the water, and and seeing it from such a distance and being actually in the city are two very different experiences, um, and in a way, this is how God I think wants us to to approach scripture at times. We have this. This overarching view where you can you, know, you can read a couple of chapters and get a big feel for it, mm-hmm. um, but then he also wants you to, to get in there in the city and and almost look at a verse and hold it in front of your face yeah. for ten minutes and really like like squeeze it like a lemon yeah. um, and just really see like what's there. Um, so so my first way of how to do the the kind of larger in one piece um, is a is a, a thing called lectio divina, basically just means spiritual reading. Um, and all this is, is is choosing a passage of scripture. So I, I usually like doing it with a psalm um, or a story from Jesus. So like parable of prodigal son, for example. Um, and all it is, is, is you want to read through the story and basically find where, are, where am I in the story? Um, so I, I'll often read it through once and just ask God, like draw my attention to a person, to a part of this story or to a word that, I'm not necessarily choosing for myself, but I am I'm seeing that you might be bringing me to. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't get freaked out if God doesn't show me. I just end up picking one. Yeah. Um, and so, so I'll read the story again. And as you read it a second time, it's amazing how the things you didn't pick up the first time 
actually become clear the second yeah, time. So true. Um, and then and then after that, I kind of ask God, God, what what do you want to say to me? Mm. I I see this story at the time and what was going on, but what is the the story now saying to me? Um, and it's un- uncanny the amount of times where God will bring something up, or there's something that's off in me that God then speaks to because I've allowed like one particular story or passage to just like almost wash over me a couple of times. Um, and then I'm in it, I'm, I'm there, I can feel it. Wow, that's um, so, so helpful. Um, yeah, I'd said recently on one of these, like one thing I, I have found helpful before reading the Bible is to pray to God and ask him to help me understand it. Because it's that really? idea of like, I can just read a story and I'll probably forget it. 15 minutes later but actually like let me read it let me think about it let me read it again let me ask god to explain it a little bit more to me let me read it again and and suddenly you start to realize like oh there's so much in this like there's so much that god can speak to me through it really really cool that's amazing so thanks man yeah so the i mean the second way um there's one that's it's very common to us but we we don't often think about how do you do this with the bible um, it's just praying the Bible. Um, so I, I mean, my, I don't know any of you guys listening, but my prayer life pretty much been on the floor for most of my life. And I've always been trying to find how, how do I actually enjoy this? Mm. How do I spend time in a way that prayer doesn't become difficult where I'm not just praying the same old things about mm. the same old things. Yeah. Um, and so it, it was a, I think it was an idea that was kind of put across my mind about a year ago by probably some random person I was listening to. <laughs> Um, and he basically said, like, whenever you read the Bible, like, use the actual words that you're reading to form your prayers. So, for example, Psalm 23, that is probably familiar for people, like, the Lord is my shepherd. I have no lack. So, like, I start off and I use that language and I go, Lord, you are my shepherd. Like, you're the one who's leading me. And you say that I am supposed to have, like, no real lack within me because you're my shepherd. So would you show me the things that I don't need? Show me the things that I do need and help me to trust you as my shepherd. All I've done is use the word straight from scripture to form my prayers. And you can just keep going through the psalm or you can go through whatever passage it is that you want. But that that for me has been so helpful for my prayer life rather than just being, God, I hope my friend gets saved or I just ask you give me more passion or, you know, help me in this circumstance. Actually using the words of the Bible to form your prayers um, has really kept me from my prayer life just saying stuck in the mud for a lot of time. So, so good. So, so helpful. Um, and what is your third thing you want to share with us? The third thing, and this is the most difficult, right? So don't, don't, don't <laughs> okay. jump off the tracks now. Um, and it's Focus. that the, the, the Bible should be committed to memory. Okay. Now, this this is one we we'll always want to grind against because it feels so like school. Like, <laughs> I memorize for exams. I don't want to do it. Um, but Jesus, Jesus' words in John 15 um, really, like, made this alive for me whenever I was like, I've got to take this seriously. He said, if my words abide in you and you abide in me, ask for whatever you want and you will bear much fruit. Mm. I don't know if there's anything probably more important as a Christian than bearing fruit for Jesus. Yeah. Like, what does it mean to actually live an effective life for him? And he, he attaches, ask him for whatever you want. And so Jesus is basically saying, if, if his words are almost like in us and a part of us, 
and that we're not always just jumping back to, all right, what was that Sam? Sam 23, what did it say there in first one? But it's like it's in our minds. Mm. Like we we don't have to have a Bible on hand in order to communicate with Jesus mm. or to talk yeah. with him or experience him. It's just, it's there, it's ready. Um, and so I think he does that because he wants he wants our minds to be so soaked in his word that it just it, it's like it becomes a part of us. It's like a, a mutation or something on us almost yeah. that we we just become different people in our minds. Um, and I th- I think we already do this to some extent. Like I don't I wouldn't have to tell both of you to to be a generous person or a kind person. There's verses that would swim about in your head if I really had to test you and go give me a verse, Josh, that said about loving people. Like you would say about, you know, first important commandment, second important yeah. commandment from Jesus. So they're there, but I think actually putting that really as a task, and I, I would choose like one verse and just stick with that one verse for a week. Like don't don't go for superstar, like I'm going to do the whole book of Philippians in yeah. a month. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. don't try the superhuman, try what you can, but it is, I, I cannot tell you how rich that's been for me. Um, and just having something to to go over, um, but commitment to memory is difficult. Um, and I I, I mean, there's te- techniques and stuff you can look up on how to remember verses. But um, I just have a pen and paper. I write it down. I I write down what I'm thinking, and I'm able to bring it back to myself. So that's that's the third thing that I would say has been really effective. So so good. We um we talked about this a while ago, like in youth, because um like as kids you learned. Bible verses, right? Like you did, like you. If anyone ever went to like Sunday school, you grew up with like memory verses, yeah. and then as as adults, like maybe it is because of work or school, and or you get you get tired of it as you get older. Um, like as young people and adults, but like it actually is important, right? Like there's so many times in the Bible, like in the temptation of Jesus, um, when he's being tempted by the yep. devil, like. He uses the scripture in response, like he protects his, um, kind of like his mind, and it's really easy for us to say, like, well, like it's Jesus, but like Jesus is our example of how we should do things on earth, and he literally like spoke the scriptures over himself yeah. to keep himself away from temptation. And so many times, mm-hmm. like when I have struggled with something, like it is like remembering something that the Bible has spoken over me that that, that keeps me from it, right? It's like yeah. in times when you're finding it hard to to kind of like walk with like the Holy Spirit and, and live in that freedom, like there's times where like the words of the Bible are, are so so helpful to like know those promises or know what God's asked you to do. Um, and I think we mm-hmm. do really really neglect that, but it's like it's so so helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know that was that was so helpful. Um, I think what was really good about those three things, like for everybody listening, was um uh, like we want you guys to understand that this was not tips of how to like best get through the bible but tips on like how should you be reading this book i think those were so helpful because they cover three like kind of almost like completely different ways to read it but three ways that the bible almost like tells us like three ways that it says that we should be reading it like we're reading it to um like take it in and to like understand like more about god and his character um and to do that we need to kind of reflect on it so get in like we're taking the bible in to help us um and like to edify us and to help us in like lifting god up in prayer and in like psalms and songs 
And then we're also taking it in because, like, having that in your memory does allow you to pr- protect yourself. And also, like, it's, it's such an easy way to share the gospel. Like, mm-hmm. now that you're throwing verses at people, but when people come and, and talk to you about Jesus, that you're able to say, you know, like, this is some of the stuff I believe. Like, this is what I believe the Bible yeah. says. Um, and yeah. I've had so many people ask me questions about God. And, and I wish I had known the verses better. And, and God's grace, like by his Holy Spirit, I've been able to kind of bring some stuff to memory and chat about it. But I would mm-hmm. love to be like, Do you know what? This is like the passage is in John and you can read it for yourself. Like, and, and knowing that, like, can mm-hmm. be so, so helpful. Um, so thank you so, so much for that. Um, Josh, do you have anything you want to add before we close up? Um, Jonah, thank you so much for coming on. Um, guys, this was a hard, hard slot to work out. Jonah's a very busy man. Yes. Like, he's just, <laughs> he's moved multiple countries because he was living in America very briefly for his wedding and then has moved yeah. to England now. Um, Josh is a very busy man because Josh started uni this week. Today, I think that's on, like, well, actually, been, I'm off the rest of the week, so I can't really complain. Josh, you had a tough day, mate. You were in Ballycastle yeah. for like 12 hours. Yeah, I was putting this as well. Like, tough, place, tough place to be for 12 hours, Josh. Oh, I was. Yeah, you chose to study geography. <laughs> yeah, this is just what's put upon you. My fault. Um, so, Jonah, yeah, thank you so much for making time. Josh, thank you for driving straight here from <laughs> like genuinely like nine hours in Ballycastle. Um, and for everyone listening, I just want to leave you like with a challenge that we kind of already mentioned there, but um, Jonah has shared some really helpful advice on like yeah. how do you read the Bible, but um. The challenge is like you only find out how you read the Bible best when you actually try, right? When you actually try and engage with it. Um, so please understand that like reading the Bible will always be helpful. Like God's word will always do something in your life when you, when you Mm -hmm. give it space. Um, and, and some of it, like if you are really just starting on this journey might feel tricky at the start. Um, but. At, like you're starting out like take a little bit like do apply some of the things Jonah said and you'll find that God starts to really speak and you'll find that you start to work out for yourself so be encouraged that, that almost the more you do it the easier it becomes as you start to figure out how do I read the Bible um so Jonah thank you thank you yeah. so much and thank everybody for listening um and you'll hear from us again soon bye bye, Thanks, bye. bye.